On this Wednesday of Holy Week, let us pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St Matthew. Then one of the twelve, who was called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and said, What are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? They paid him thirty pieces of silver, and from that time on he looked for an opportunity to hand him over. On the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples approached Jesus and said, Where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain man and tell him, The teacher says, My appointed time draws near. In your house I shall celebrate the Passover with my disciples. The disciples then did as Jesus had ordered and prepared the Passover. When it was evening, he reclined at table with the twelve. And while they were eating, he said, Amen, I say to you, one of you will betray me. Deeply distressed at this, they began to say to him one after another, Surely it is not I, Lord. He said in reply, He who has dipped his hand into the dish with me is the one who will betray me. The Son of Man indeed goes, as it is written of him, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would be better for that man if he had never been born. Then Judas, his betrayer, said in reply, Surely it is not I, Rabbi. He answered, You have said so. This is the Gospel of the Lord. When one wants to save oneself, what one ends up doing is depriving others of love, of the salvation that comes by means of love. Jesus did the opposite. He did not allow himself to be overcome by the attraction of doing his own thing and preferred to give himself up for everyone. If he had saved himself, he wouldn't have loved us to the end, to the point of madness. How different is this, isn't it? We live in a world in which, generally, everyone wants to save themselves and that ends up leading to every man for himself. We all want to save our skin, our prestige, our good fame, our positions, and since nobody wants to give in on anything, life in society ends up being a kind of resistance game, a bid to see who pulls the hardest, and as always, the weakest always end up losing. The law of love is not the law of the strongest, but the law of surrender for others, giving life, mutually dignifying each other through love. Don't enter into the logic of the bidding of saving oneself. It's wrong. It ends up wearing us out. It ends up doing wrong. It isn't what Jesus taught us. Glimpses of the gospel of the previous days are surprising us with the figure of Judas. But I invite you to be surprised and to marvel significantly more at the love of the heart of Jesus. There are, there were, and there always will be many Judases. We are Judas, you and me too, with our big or small betrayals. Although sometimes it is hard for us to accept it, we can't wash our hands as Pilate will do on Good Friday. We are part of this fallen and treacherous humanity, which lets itself be bought many times for little or nothing. Peter also promised and didn't deliver. How many times did we promise everything but collided with our own weakness at the first step? Our life of faith is often like this. We experience a desire to love, the daily surrender which might be silent, sacrificial and generous, the presence of the kingdom of God, of Jesus among us, 
Thousands of places where Jesus continues to give himself through so many people who give their lives. And at the very same time, there is also the presence of evil, operating at a different pace. There's people who dedicate themselves to evil, injustice, betrayal, who sell out for money. There are wars, deaths, and so many other things, and, why not, our own betrayals, infidelities to the love of Jesus, to our vocation, to our loved ones, and so many other things. It is the drama of this humanity into which Jesus wanted to enter, the drama of the human heart, incapable of loving or bowing down before so much love. That is why Jesus got involved, to win from within, to face it, not with the same weapons as we do, but with the weapons of an extremely patient and merciful love that penetrates into the heart of the closed ones. What other miracle of patience could Jesus have done other than waiting until the end for this supposed friend who ended up betraying him for money? What a teaching Jesus leaves us all, especially those of us who have the care and guidance of people, of their hearts. The best formula is having extreme patience without expecting anything in return. That's what we have to do with our children, with our students, with our friends. What appears to be a failure in the eyes of this world, the best man of all being betrayed by an ambitious fool, is in reality the success of God's merciful love, which respects the freedom of his children and teaches us how we should act. We must always bet on others, always to the end. There can always be light at the end of the tunnel. Every human being has the capacity to love and to convert. We should never give up. Only pure and sincere love can convert the most distant and renegade people, the most reluctant to love. However, there's one thing that must be never forgotten. Even if we do our best, we must always leave the door open to the possibility of rejection, of oblivion, of betrayal. If it happened to Jesus, why do you think it can't happen to you? Let us not tire of doing good and seeking the good of others. Let's choose the least loved and the least kind to make them feel the love of a God who never tires of loving and waiting until the end. Jesus did and does the same with each one of us. He did not want to play resistance games. That is what we have to marvel at. We were like Judas once. We were also like Peter. Why don't we dare to start once and for all to be like Jesus, who knows how to love, wait and always bet on the goodness of our heart? May we have a good day and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain forever.